The final blood moon of 2015 is fast approaching, the last in a series of four consecutive lunar eclipses that have taken place on Passover and Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles last year and again this year. Just a coincidence or is God trying to warn us? Today's guest says these eclipses aren't to be ignored and he's here to share what he believes are heavenly signs foretold in the scriptures just ahead on Jewish Force. Shalom and welcome to Jewish Voice, a program to help you to understand the Jewish roots of your Christian faith, Bible prophecy, and world events surrounding Israel. The Bible tells us that God uses the sun, the moon, and the stars to communicate with us. For the last 17 months now, we have been experiencing a series of total lunar eclipses that are about to culminate on September 28th of this year. The fourth and last in a series of four blood moons is about to take place. And what makes this tetrad of lunar eclipses so unique is that they've all coincided with Jewish holidays or more accurately, biblical feasts. In fact, key feasts known as pilgrimage feasts, Passover and Sukkot or the Feast of Tabernacles. Now the fourth and final one will occur the first day of Sukkot known also as the Feast of Booths. In fact, one of the places it will be best seen is in Jerusalem, where they will be watching as they dwell in booths. Now back to help us understand what these blood moons represent and what God may be trying to tell us is my good friend, Pastor Mark Biltz. Mark. Welcome back. We are getting close, aren't we? Oh, we are in, getting very close. In fact, I'm going to squeeze predictions out of you in just a second. But <laughs> Tetrad, four consecutive right. lunar eclipses. Once again, a total lunar eclipse versus a partial lunar eclipse. It's when the moon is completely in the shadow of the earth, so it turns blood red. If it's in the penumbra and it's just partial, you, you might just get a partial lunar eclipse. A total lunar eclipse is what causes the, the moon to, to look turn red. blood red. Okay, supermoon. What is a supermoon? You talked about a supermoon. Once a month is the lunar orbit around earth, okay? If here's the earth and here's the moon. The moon's orbit around the earth is elliptical. It'll be far away and then it'll be close and far away and close. And the distance isn't always the same. The furthest point, one month might be here, one month that might be here, one month that might be here. So it, it's, it changes, okay, as Which it goes. It causes the size of the moon, the appearance of the moon exactly. to a larger or uh, So if a supermoon is when the moon is at its closest point to earth in its orbit, if it's a new moon, you don't even see it. But if it's a full moon, then they call it a super moon because the moon looks 14% larger because instead of being clear over here, it's right here. Okay, you've used the word perigee. That is Quite when it's at its closest point. When it's at its furthest point, it's called apogee. Okay. So here's that apogee, it comes around here, it's a perigee. Now, we've had three <clears throat> blood moons to date. Yes. Have they been perigees? Where have they They, ha fallen? they haven't been a super moon. What's so exciting is this last one is going to be a supermoon, not only for the month, but for the entire year. It'll be at its closest point to Earth for the entire year. We've had Jonathan Kahn <clears throat> on a number of times. He's talked about the Shemitah. 
It's declared we're in a Shemitah year. Help us to understand what the Shemitah is. Every seventh year, the land had to rest in Israel's history. That's what they were to do. The land was to rest. But it also was an economic reset year. In other words, all the debts were to be forgiven. So then what's fascinating is because of that, when Israel went into the Babylonian captivity, okay, that was for 70 years. Why? Because they did not keep that seventh year for 490 years. And so God, you take 490 divided by seven, that's 70. So God said, because you did not let the land rest every seventh year, the land gets to have all those 70 times at once mm. and you're out of the land. But what happened, which a lot of people don't realize, which is incredible, is as you know, so many times- Everybody when they catch see, that by the way? One way or another, God is gonna get his Shemitah. He's gonna, the land will rest. Exactly. Whether it's every seventh year or all at once, 70 that, years. Exactly, and so what happens, if you read the uh, prophet Jeremiah, they're ready to destroy the temple. Nebuchadnezzar is coming. And as you know, what do us humans do when we see judgment coming? Oh God, help us. You know, we don't need him when everything is going good, but we always turned him in trouble, right? And so, they, nature. And so they decided they were gonna keep the Shemitah year that year. And they set the captives free, everyone that was indebted to them. But here's what happened. Nebuchadnezzar was coming. Egypt came to help Israel. And when Egypt came to help Israel, Nebuchadnezzar left the first time. And then guess what? All of Israel thought Egypt was the one who saved them, not God. And so they put everyone back in economic bondage again. Don't go anywhere. We're going to delve even deeper into the blood moons phenomena and the urgent message God could be sending through these heavenly events. And up next, the scattered tribes of Israel, where did they disappear to? Could some of them have actually migrated to Africa and retained their identity? You'll find out just after. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah, to the Jew first and also to the nations. One way we do this is by providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world as we share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their true Messiah. Today, we are preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remarkable tribe in Gondar, Ethiopia, the Beta Israel, a lovely but persecuted people who have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital outreach. Will you be a blessing to these suffering Jewish people? Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. Without our immediate help, some of these precious sons and daughters of Abraham may die needlessly for lack of basic medical care. But you can help save them. But we must act now. Call or click right now to share life-saving help. And we'll say thank you by sending you a powerful DVD presentation by Pastor Mark Biltz, which will deepen your understanding of the blood moons phenomenon. Blood Moons, Decoding the Imminent Heavenly Signs on DVD by Mark Biltz is our very special thank you for any gift of support today. And if God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more to help bless some of the neediest Jewish people on earth, 
We'll also send you Mark Bilt's best-selling companion book, which will take you even deeper into the mysteries of God's prophetic calendar and its relationship to signs in the heavens. Plus, we'll send you Messianic Rabbi Jonathan Burness's illuminating DVD of Rabbi Looks at Israel and our lovely and meaningful Israeli mezuzah. These are traditionally placed on the doorposts of Jewish homes and will serve as a powerful reminder that your home is blessed by God because you pray for Israel and have been a blessing to the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. I'm back with Pastor Mark Phillips, and we're discussing four consecutive blood moons, all which remarkably have fallen on key Jewish feast days. And Mark, you've just come out with a really important, actually you came out a while ago, but we want to offer, because it's so important, blood moons decoding the imminent heavenly signs. Explain to me and others that may be thinking about the same question, the Shemitah year was a blessing, was to be a blessing. It was or a curse, depending on whether you obeyed. Ah, so this is the point. It's a blessing for the land and for the people unless it's ignored. Unless it's ignored. And then it becomes a curse. How? Right. Well, uh, what I think is fascinating is look at 2001. 2001 was the seventh year of the Shemitah cycle. And here the Dow falls 7% on the first day of the seventh month of the seventh year. Exactly seven years later in 2008. It was on Rosh Hashanah, the first day of the seventh month, the Dow fell 777 points. It was a 7% drop on a failed $700 billion bailout, resulting in a $700 billion loss on the first day of the seventh month of the seventh year of cycle. I'm hearing a lot of sevens, are you? <laughs> <laughs> and so now that brings us to 2015. Now this year, Rosh Hashanah is September 13th, which is a Sunday, and the markets are closed. So the last day they're open is Friday, 9-11. Could be a very interesting day. We'll, we'll know when this airs what this means. So what, what do you predict is going to happen? What do you? Well, it's very important, and I want people to know, I don't predict anything will happen on the day of the eclipse. I'm not at setting dates. NASA sets the dates of the eclipse. God sets the dates of the calendar. All I'm doing is connecting the dots. I like to explain it this way. If you're driving down the highway and you see a sign that says bridges out ahead, if you're going 60 miles an hour, you better hope it's not 10 feet away. Right. You know, you right. hope it's a mile well down. Well said. Okay. I get so the picture. God brings these signs not because it's going to happen at the very moment you see the sign. It's a warning because God has always warned before he brings judgment. He has no desire in the death of the wicked. God has no desire to bring judgment. So he always warns before. So I see all of these things as events that could even unfold in 2016 through 2017. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to squeeze predictions out of you in just a second. But <laughs> I want to go back to the significance of this specific blood moon, the fourth consecutive sure. blood moon on Sukkot, which is... A pilgrimage feast. Right. Very significant and is the final feast of the year. It's the feast of ingathering. Yes. I believe it's prophetically directly yes. connected as you do to the return of the Messiah, to the gathering Revival. of the elect. Revival. 
revival outpouring. Just like an axe. But there's some very unique things. One, it's going to be a super moon. The only yes. in the history, four, the first only time super in history that you this is the first time in history you will have a super blood moon on Sukkot in Ishmita year. So history no, going this back never 5, happened. Yeah, this years, hasn't happened. That NASA's had. been able to go back 5,000 yeah. oh, yeah, years yeah, on this. Yeah, all mathematical. Yeah, yeah. First one in history. Yes. At least in 5,000 mm. years. So right. it's going to be at perigee. Yes. Okay. At the closest point, it'll be a super blood moon. Yes. It'll be most visible. In Jerusalem, in, in Israel. In Jerusalem. On Sukkot. Now, the other three have not been visible in Israel. Is that correct? Right. And a lot of people ask me, well, well they don't have any significance because they weren't seen in Israel. Well, that's hooey. Uh, they weren't all seen in Israel in 48. They weren't all seen in Israel in 67. Plus, half the Jews are in America. That's true. And he's trying to tell them they need to get back to Israel. Right. Good point. Most visible from Phoenix, by the way. But uh, <laughs> So, anyway. <laughs> so, super moon, most visible <clears throat> in Israel. Right. First time in 5,000 years. Yes. Happening in the Shemitah year. Yeah, right Anything else we need to know about this? Because it's about to happen. Yes. Well, here's the thing that's amazing. Many of you know <clears throat> that there were three pilgrimage feasts. Every... Only the men had to go. A lot of people don't know. The women didn't have to go. Only the men. But what's fascinating is in the seventh year, every man, woman, child, stranger, everyone had to come on Sukkot at the end of the Shemitah cycle like this one is. It was for a huge in-gathering, not just the men. Everybody had to come. And what was the reason why? Every seventh year, the king of Israel would read the Torah to the people. Mm -hmm. I, I, I totally get where you're going with this. So we're talking about a miraculous event. We're Huge. talking about odds that are, if, if you calculate it off them, the charts. are just astronomical. And when you look at historically, things have happened, which is astronomical. Okay, and that's where I want to go next. What's happening? And then we'll talk about what's going to happen. What's been happening? What have you seen happening around this period of the blood moons? Oh my that goodness. We, that people may not be seeing. Well, I, th I would think everyone has been seeing some of these things happen. I mean, you've had the Gaza War last summer, okay, and which I think was very significant, and it was around the 9th of Av, the destruction of the temple. We've had the Ebola plague breakout. Uh, we've had ISIS on the march. You know, you have uh, Iran, you know, developing this nuclear weapon, and you have uh, America at the forefront of allowing that, you know, and pushing for the dividing of the land of Israel. I mean, there's been whole uh, earthquakes are astronomical. If you look at the amount of the earthquakes and the, uh, the magnitude, I mean, there's, there's so many things that have been going on this last year and a half. You know, when you look at them individually, maybe not so <clears throat> much, but when you add them all together, yes, just the scope of what's happening in the world today. Yeah. It and the Bible ref talks about birth pangs. Oh yeah. Increasing in, in, in intensity right, right. and frequency. I really see that happening. Oh my goodness. And look at the economy. What's happening with the economy? A lot of the people are saying that the economy is on the verge of collapse right now. Which is what, you know, not trying to uh, squeeze things out of me prophetically what's gonna happen. But the two things that I think could that have the potential when you, is look at the patterns. You have a biblically prophetic war with involving Israel, uh, but then the other thing is the economy. With when you look at the Shemitah cycle, I think there's a good chance uh, that you could see the economy collapse in a war with Israel. Do you see these blood moons 
directly connecting to economic collapse and a war in Israel <clears throat> breaking out? Yes, yes, exactly. That's what I, that's what I believe. Now, what should we be expecting in terms of other major events that specifically tie to Israel and the Jewish people? So a war in right. Israel. Right. What else do you see? <clears throat> well, here's the thing. <clears throat> is that is this, <laughs> as if that's not enough? Yeah. <clears throat> but I, I think there's more to it in this sense. As we've talked about, there were three pilgrimage feasts. I believe that God had Passover pilgrimage feast because he wanted all of Israel to see the crucifixion of the Messiah. I think he wanted them all there for Shavuot or Pentecost because he wanted them to see the Spirit being poured out. And I believe this last one for the Feast of Sukkot for the return of the Messiah. But just like in Babylon, a lot of the Jews didn't want to go back to Israel. They've been in Babylon for 70 years. You know, who cares about go back to Israel? There's war, there's the, you know, we don't want to do that. And the economy is good in Babylon, <clears throat> you know. So the same thing, a lot of the Jews, half the Jews in the world are in America, North, South America. God wants them to go back. And the prophecy was, first I'll send the fishers to fish them back, then I'll send them the hunters to chase them back. So the question is, <clears throat> what's going to have to happen that is exactly to get right. the Jewish people back to Israel? Exactly. And, and back to God. Yes, yes. Where they He's cry gotta, out, blessed is you, comes in the name of the Lord. Right. He's got to take the economy down so there's no reason to stay. And then he's going to have persecution. How many of you know they always blame the victim? That's what, that's what society does. And I believe Israel is going to defend themselves and protect themselves and maybe wipe out Iran, maybe wipe out Damascus, and then everyone's going to blame the Jews for protecting themselves. Why did I have you on this show? I can't, I'm, I'm, I, <laughs> no, actually, this is really good news. It, it is. I want people to know. Mm. It sounds like doom and gloom, No, this but is there's good, good news. news. Right. You better tell us what that is. <laughs> I was trying to think. I'm, right, fixated, I'm, I'm fixated right now on being the scapegoat, you know? Yeah. The, I want to be Jewish. I want to be Jewish, everyone says. And I always say, no, you, you don't. don't. No, well, you don't. Even the Jews say they wish he to pick someone else sometimes, you know. <laughs> my teacher, when I was in school, yeah. in synagogue, I asked my teacher when she, when she explained we were the chosen people, what we were chosen for. Good, right. good question for an eight-year-old. <laughs> and she said we were chosen to be persecuted. And oh, I, no, I, are I you remember serious? thinking, seriously. And I remember thinking, if that's what we were chosen for, I don't want to be Jewish. Thank you very much. Yeah, I can imagine. <clears throat> but what I think is going to happen, that is going to cause. Uh, persecution amongst the Jewish people. I think you're going to see all kinds of attacks against Jewish people in America and around the world, which is going to drive them back to the land. We've already seen it in, in France. France. We've exactly. seen it in Argentina. Oh, it's, ha it's clearly happened. This is what is going to happen because he's wants them back there. And so that's exactly what I see unfolding. Now, here's the thing. Just like the, the people with Jonah didn't want to throw Jonah out of the boat, but they felt the only way they're going to survive is if they throw him out of the boat. And there's going to be a lot of great people in America that don't want to throw the Jews out, but they're going to be blaming the Jews. I mean, obviously, you're going to have terrorist attacks, but instead of blaming the terrorists, we're going to blame the Jews, saying, well, if they weren't here, we wouldn't have been attacked. I mean, that's, that's the thing. We have to intervene here in saying that there's good news in all this. Yes. And now, God protects his people. Exactly. God's going to rescue the Jewish people. And I think that goes back to the sukkah. And they're going to get saved. I think that goes back to the sukkah. Uh, to the, the whole concept is known as the Feast of Nations. And all the nations are to come and rejoice with his people. And I believe God is going to protect his people. There is no doubt in my mind. Mark, I thank God for you. Mark Feltz. Thank it, you. Really important stuff. Listen, I strongly believe in understanding the times because scripture encourages us 
that while no man knows the hour of Yeshua's return, we're to interpret the season and be prepared for his soon return. And yes. I believe that this DVD that Mark has done on blood moons, decoding the imminent heavenly signs, is more than just about blood moons. This is a resource that will yes. help you interpret that what the Lord is trying to tell us. And, it, and I believe what he's trying to say is, get ready. These yeah. are road signs, and I encourage you to get a copy. And by doing so, you'll also be helping us to get the gospel out while there's still time. Exactly. That's what this ministry is all about, bringing the gospel to the Jew first and also to the nations while there's still time. Listen, Jesus himself said, I work when it's day for night will come when no man can work. And so you'll be helping us to get out the most important news that anyone can hear, the good news of eternal life found in Yeshua, in Jesus. Next, there are many myths and legends surrounding the mysterious lost tribes of Israel. The Jewish people have been scattered throughout the nations of the world. Could some of them be living in remote areas of Africa? We'll give you the answer just ahead on Jewish Voice. Here at Jewish Voice, we are dedicated to proclaiming the gospel, the good news that Yeshua, Jesus, is the Messiah to the Jew first and also to the nations. One way we do this is by providing life-saving medical help to some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world as we share God's love and the good news that Jesus is their true Messiah. Today, we are preparing for our next medical clinic to bless a remarkable tribe in Gondar, Ethiopia, the Beta Israel, a lovely but persecuted people who have been practicing distinctly Jewish customs for centuries. Today, we urgently need your help to equip and fund this vital outreach. Will you be a blessing to these suffering Jewish people? Time is literally running out for many of the most vulnerable there, especially infants and toddlers. Without our immediate help, some of these precious sons and daughters of Abraham may die needlessly for lack of basic medical care. But you can help save them. But we must act now. Call or click right now to share life-saving help. And we'll say thank you by sending you a powerful DVD presentation by Pastor Mark Biltz, which will deepen your understanding of the blood moons phenomenon. Blood Moons, Decoding the Imminent Heavenly Signs on DVD by Mark Biltz is our very special thank you for any gift of support today. And if God has blessed you with the means to share a gift of $100 or more to help bless some of the neediest Jewish people on earth, we'll also send you Mark Biltz's best-selling companion book, which will take you even deeper into the mysteries of God's prophetic calendar and its relationship to signs in the heavens. Plus, we'll send you Messianic Rabbi Jonathan Burness's illuminating DVD of Rabbi Looks at Israel and our lovely and meaningful Israeli mezuzah. These are traditionally placed on the doorposts of Jewish homes and will serve as a powerful reminder that your home is blessed by God because you pray for Israel and have been a blessing to the Jewish people. To share a gift in support of this vital outreach and request your thank you resources, please call, click, or write now. And remember, your generous gift will make you a part of extending life-saving medical help to some very needy Jewish people. Once again, time is of the essence for many of these people. Please call, write, or click right now. 
one of the most remote areas of southern Zimbabwe, a team of 51 volunteers were joined by 120 national workers. And together, they just finished one of the most challenging and rewarding Jewish voice outreaches to date. In a week full of both work and ministry, the Lord's hand was clearly seen as Jewish voice conducted its very first medical outreach to the impoverished Lemba Jewish community. We've seen children who, who couldn't speak, they couldn't hear, they they were they, they couldn't do anything. I, I'm shocked. And then and then they can speak and, and they can hear and they can say their names. Babies that, that there was this 18-month-old baby that, that couldn't even stand up or sit up, nothing. And and then it had uh, witchcraft bracelets on its wrist. They were cut off and the baby set up immediately. I mean <laughs> eyes, eyes to see with adults. I've seen so many miracles. I, my heart is, is just filling up. I, I'm, I'm forever going to be changed over this entire experience. It's the best thing that has ever happened to me. The Lord is looking down on this with favor, and he's looking down on this that he loves culture and he loves diversity. And uh, I had such a warm, wonderful feeling that uh, the Lemba here are very gentle and loving people and that the Lord has not forgotten them and that they have retained as much as they possibly can of their culture and of their, um, of their Jewishness. Be an important part of God at work in these last days, gathering His people back to Himself. We need volunteers urgently for this outreach, medical professionals, prayer partners, and practical service volunteers as we minister to thousands of very needy and spiritually hungry people in just one short week. Come with us and help these desperate Jewish people. Say yes to being God's hands and feet. Please answer the call. Since 1967, Jewish Voice has been dedicated to proclaiming the good news that Yeshua, Jesus is Messiah and Savior to the Jew first and also to the nations. Now one way we do this is by helping some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. We've been able to demonstrate God's love by providing these people with medical care, dental care, eye care, medicines, all completely free of charge but most importantly, the gospel. And it's because of your faithful support that we're able to make a difference in their lives. But we need your help. I'm gonna ask you to partner with us to help us transform lives and to bless Jewish people in need by sharing a generous gift today. Anything that you can do, no matter how much, will help. No matter how small or large, you'll be making a difference. Now, as our way of saying thank you, I wanna send you today's important resources. We want to sow into your life as you help us to sow into theirs. You can call, click, or write to respond. And remember, your generous gift will be used to help some of the most impoverished and needy Jewish people in the world. Hey, by the way, we're on Facebook. You can check us out by going to facebook.com slash jewishvoice. Well, as I leave you today, I wanna to remind you, as I do in every program, to pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The Bible says, they shall prosper that love thee. Until next time, this is Jonathan Bernis saying shalom and God bless you. Jewish Voice is made possible by the support of friends and partners like you.